Walter the Lazy Mouse by Marjorie Flack. Chapter 2. How Walter Finds a New Home. Walter was very tired, but he did not sleep late the next morning, because the pond creatures were awake and bustling about. When he opened his eyes he saw that three very green creatures were sitting near him, staring at him with their great eyes, and smiling with their wide mouths. He heard one whisper to another, "'It's a mouse!' And the other said, "'Wonder where it came from?' Now Walter was a polite mouse, and although he was very sleepy he managed to say, "'Good morning!' They all said, "'Good morning!' very cheerfully, but then they said nothing more, as they sat there, staring and smiling. Walter tried to think of something more to say. At last he said, "'My name is Walter Mouse. What is yours?' "'Frog,' said the first creature. "'Frog,' said the second creature. "'Frog,' said the third creature. "'But what are your first names?' asked Walter. "'That's all,' said the three frogs together. "'Dear me,' said Walter, "'how do you tell each other apart?' "'I always know who I am,' said the first frog. And the second said, "'I do too.' And the third said, "'So do I.' "'But,' said Walter, "'how does anyone else know who is which?' "'It doesn't really matter,' they all answered together. "'Oh,' said Walter, "'but wouldn't you like to have names just to be different?' "'It might be nice,' said the first. "'If they were nice names,' said the second. "'Do you know any nice names?' asked the third. "'Oh, lots and lots of them,' said Walter, and he named some. "'Peter, Mary, John, Nancy, Lulu.' "'I like that one,' said the first frog. "'But it makes a difference if you are a boy or a girl,' said Walter. "'I don't care,' said the first one. So the first frog was named Lulu, and Walter went on. There is George, Joan, Alice, Leander. I like that one, said the second frog. So the second frog was named Leander, and Walter went on. There is Edward, Henry, Peggy, Richard, Dorothy, Percy. I like that one, said the third frog. So the third frog was named Percy. Come swim with us, said Lulu. But I left my bathing suit at home, said Walter. When Walter said home, he began to feel very sad again, and he said, I don't know where my home is, and tears rolled down his cheeks. Oh dear, oh dear, said Lulu, as she saw Walter's tears. Let's ask the frog what to do. Who is the frog? asked Walter. Oh, he is the frog, and all others are just frogs, explained Leander. So they led Walter over to a huge creature who lay near the water's edge. It was the same huge creature Walter had talked to the night before. Lulu explained carefully that Walter was unhappy, because he did not know where his home was. The frog only blinked his eyes and said, "'It doesn't really matter.' "'But I need a home. I miss it, sir,' said Walter. "'Why don't you find one here?' said the frog." "'Oh, yes, do find one here,' said Lulu. "'But where shall I find it?' asked Walter. "'Now let me see,' said the frog, and he swung slowly around in the water, looking about with his great eyes. 
by the time he was halfway around he seemed to get tired, and he settled down in the water with only his nose above, and his bulging eyes looked dreamy. Just as Walter was wondering if it would be polite to remind him about where to find a home, the frog came puffing up to the surface of the water again. "'Find your home on the island,' he said. Walter looked out over the water, and sure enough, almost hidden by the green leaves of the water plants, he saw a beautiful little island not far from the shore. "'Give it a name,' said Leander. Walter hesitated. "'Will the whole island be all mine, sir?' he asked. "'Of course,' said the frog. "'Let me name it,' begged Lulu. "'I know an elegant name for it. "'Let's name it Mouse Island.' "'Yes, yes,' sang all three frogs together. "'And you will be the Mouse of Mouse Island.' And they all jumped into the pond with a great splash, and Walter could see them swimming swiftly through the clear water toward Mouse Island." But Walter did not move from the shore. There he stood, looking very lonely. "'Why don't you swim out to your island?' asked the frog. "'I have no bathing-suit, sir,' said Walter. "'That's too bad,' said the frog, and he settled down to doze in the sun. Soon Lulu and Leander and Percy all came swimming back for him. "'Hurry up and come swim to Mouse Island,' they called to Walter." "'But I can't,' said Walter. "'Don't you remember I told you I have no bathing-suit?' Lulu and Leander and Percy only looked rather blankly at Walter, and said, "'Did you?' The frog slowly crawled up beside Walter. "'Turtle might take you,' he said. "'We will ask him,' said all three frogs, and they disappeared in the water. But soon they were back again, and with them came a large box-turtle, swimming through the water with just his head and his high shell above the surface. The turtle came up to where Walter stood and crawled up on the shore. He smiled at Walter and said, "'Hop on, sir!' Carefully Walter climbed upon his back, and they were off to Mouse Island. Lulu and Leander and Percy reached the island first, but they waited among the lily-pads for Walter and the turtle. Carefully the turtle climbed up on the shore, and Walter slid down from his back and looked about him. Overhead the water-plants made a green bower, and the soft velvet-green moss grew over the ground. "'Welcome to your island, Sir Mouse,' said the turtle, bowing his head. Walter was surprised to hear himself called Sir Mouse. "'Thank you for the ride,' he said politely. "'But I don't think my name is Sir Mouse. It has always been Walter Mouse before.' "'Oh, but now you are the Mouse of Mouse Island,' said the turtle, and he looked so polite and respectful, Walter felt very important for the first time in his life. Then the three frogs came bouncing up. "'Welcome to your island, Sir Mouse,' they all said together, bowing very low. This made Walter feel so important he was a little uncomfortable. "'I wish you would call me just Walter,' he said." "'As you like,' said Lulu, "'but it is easier to call you Sir Mouse.' "'Or, if you like two names,' suggested Percy, "'we might call you Mouse Mouse.' "'It doesn't matter,' added Leander. "'So always after that they called Walter Mouse Mouse, "'because it was easier to remember.' "'Doesn't the turtle have any name?' asked Walter, changing the subject. "'Oh, no,' said Lulu, "'he is just Turtle.' 
"'Wouldn't you like a name?' Walter asked the turtle. "'I know lots of names.' But Turtle showed no interest in the matter. In fact, he rather rudely pulled his head into his shell, along with his feet and his hands and his tail, and Walter found himself talking to what looked like an empty shell. "'He does that,' said Lulu. "'He does that quite often.' "'Oh,' said Walter. "'This is a nice home,' said Percy, looking about him. "'But there is no house,' said Walter. "'House?' asked Leander. "'House?' asked Percy. "'What do you mean by house?' asked Lulu. "'Why, you must have a house to have a home,' said Walter. "'A home is a house.' "'What does a house look like, Mouse Mouse?' asked Lulu. Walter tried to explain. "'My house had an inside and an outside, and a front door and a back door, and stairs, and a roof, and a chimney, and a kitchen, and—' "'Do all houses have to have all those things?' asked Percy. "'No, no,' said Walter. "'But every house must have an inside and an outside, "'and a roof and a doorway, so you can go inside of it.' "'Then why don't you make yourself a little one?' asked Lulu. "'Now Walter was a lazy mouse, "'but he felt so lonely without a home he got very busy "'and made himself a little house on his island. "'He made it of small twigs and of grasses,' and it had an inside and an outside and a roof, and there was a doorway so he could go inside of it. By the time it was finished the sun had set, and Walter was very tired, because he had never worked so hard in his life, so he said good-night to the three frogs and turtle. Then he went inside his house, and lay down on the moss, which made a soft green carpet floor, and he went to sleep, sound asleep, within his own walls, and under his own roof. End of chapter 2, read by Kara Schallenberg, www.kray.org, on Saturday, October 21st, 2017, in Union City, California.